Hello and welcome back. I hope everyone had a hot, nice Halloween. Um, I know I did, but we're not here to talk about Halloween necessarily because I know some of us are going through it. What we're here to talk about tonight, have a therapy session of sorts, <laughs> is because of what we do in the shadows. Season three was wild. Like, I don't know what I was expecting. I don't know what, you know, our guest, my guest today, uh, Andrew and Devin of your best Halloween ever we're expecting we'll find out here in a minute but what a wild wild season that's all I can do to you know describe it in a whole so if you're watching I really hope that you watch season three because if not that's kind of your fault um spoiler alerts a lot of fucking spoilers uh we're just gonna go through it it's a it's a what we do in the shadows therapy session <laughs> in the best way we know how we're gonna pick it apart and we're going to go talk about, well, why am I talking to myself? Let's just bring on Andrew and Devin, your best Halloween ever. <laughs> hey, guys. Hello. Hey, how's it going? Oh, it's going warm and cozy and definitely needed a drink for this discussion. Uh, um, yes. Cheers to I that. don't know who's watching or, or whatever. I can't see all that. But we, you guys have been integral to my October. So thank you for your wonderful blog. I don't yeah, know sure. why I'm just getting on that bandwagon. Uh, your blog made me happy. I actually uh, took a recipe or two from it. You're excellent writers, bloggers, and what we do in the shadows fans. <laughs> we do a little bit of all of it. Yeah. <laughs> we do everything. So let's just get to um, what we do in the shadows. Did you, are you, were you fans of the film? Yeah, more or less, we started watching the show aired and we were like, this looks interesting. And then because of like the first few episodes, we were like, there's a movie. So we watched the movie and fell in love with that. So we had to like backtrack and then reacclimate. And it, it's like those first few episodes were enough to get us hooked and then the movie added to it. And it's just ever since then, it's just more and more. I even like bought this one a shirt the second I yeah. saw this pop up online. I was like, you need a Fleetwood Mac, like Nadia and Laszlo matchup perfect well and we watched the movie at like the perfect point too because it was before the cameos in season one. Oh, perfect if, if we yeah. had like obviously like we would have recognized you know like Tilda swinton yeah who else popped up with daddy trey played wesley snipe yeah Danny obviously Trejo. we would have known them but when the ones from the movie popped in i was like oh hey we know. it's those guys <laughs> <laughs> you know I fangooled too. Um, yeah. Does anyone have an explanation on who that baby was? I never looked into that. It just popped in my head. Who was that baby infant vampire? Who the fuck was that? Does anyone know? I don't know who I that was. I have no clue. Um, there was an infant and it just went or something. Yeah. <laughs> at, at Guillermo. <laughs> but I, I thought. That. I don't remember. I, I was like, well, who's? we'll have to look that up. So we'll put that. Yeah. So season one and two, um, you know, honestly, I was poo-pooing the show when it came out because I'm like, oh, fuck, here we go. Until I found out that Taika Waititi um, had something to do with it. I'm like, okay, so it's going to be hilarious because that dude cannot make anything not amazing. Like, right. he's so good. I love the way he writes. I love the way he acts. So I give, it took one episode. I'm like, oh, I'm fucking hooked. And I believe it was Nandor and obviously Guillermo Harvey that just pulled me right in. 
Also, what I love about FX is they push the bar on censorship every time. Um, yeah, I've been watching FX since um, Nip Tuck. Remember that show? Did you ever yeah, watch Nip Tuck? <laughs> Here, yes. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, date myself here. The Carver was in my top eight for a minute on MySpace. So, oh, same. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Devin's like, did, like a promo account, and I was like, oh, this is timely. I remember MySpace. Right. <laughs> Media. Actually, I I don't think there was censorship, but FX always pushes the bar when it comes to censorship. So when I heard Nandor say "fucking guy," I was like, "Fucking guy." <laughs> Give it to me. And then he just goes off and off. And we were just discussing backstage that we cannot pick a favorite character, which is very rare. Um, you know, in any, any show, it's really hard to pick a favorite. So we go through seasons one and two. I mean, I watch these when I'm in a funk because it's so fucking funny. I discovered that a, most of the show is ad-libbed. Okay. So they're naturally just fucking hilarious. Yeah. yeah they're, it's, that makes it's sense. Genius. Right. And it's like, cause it's not, they act, but it's like, they add their own. Well, shit did you it. watch on Netflix? The, what was it called? The great flower fight or the flower show that uh -uh. Natasha was one of the hosts on. Uh -uh. And we were watching it. We watched it for her only. We, <laughs> it was okay. Like a, oh, like a great British bake off, but for florists. Okay. Um, and she, like halfway through episode, I was like, she's being like, she's, she's being her. Yeah, she's, she's organically Nadia. Nadia. Like, and yeah. it was like, oh, I wonder if they ad lib or if they, you know, if that's just kind of how they film. Yeah, and I, I think I asked Harvey that during my interview last year with him. It is mostly ad libbed, which again makes it even more humble. So we get through these seasons. It's hilarious. I'm like, these people are true actors. They're artists. They're they're creative because they actually just can be themselves. Um. Harvey and Guillermo's character are a lot of the same, you know, after speaking with, you know, yeah. Harvey, they're a lot of the same, except I really don't think that Harvey Yeen himself would go out and I think if pushed the way he was pushed in the season. Yeah. You know, clearly <laughs> Guillermo's a badass. So right. we all know we'll start with episode one and then we'll go into those last two episodes where my Ooh. I'm sweating. Um, <laughs> just because I've been waiting to out. talk about it. Like I love Halloween. I love every, the, I had a great time, but I could not wait to talk to you guys because we have to talk we about got, We got a dish. We got a dish, Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> so episode one, The Prisoner, is when uh, we find, the vampires find out, they're just, okay, they're just, it's not a ghost. Um, we found out that, um, Har everyone finds out that Harvey is a vampire killer, okay? They lock him in this cage in their dungeon that we didn't know they had, or did yeah. we? It was dirty. That's call, where we Colin knew. lives. No, it yeah. is. Is it where Colin lived? No, not Same, where, it's, in, it's in the basement where Colin just has like a separate room. We, we, yeah. I don't think we were, were introduced to the cage. Yeah. Okay. Because that was pretty cool that they're feeding him like raw chicken. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm the lady in the kitchen who's like, oh, salmonella. You know, right. anytime there's like right. raw chicken, they're feeding him this. And then there's a little twist in that episode. Harvey, I'm sorry, Guillermo. Actually, because he's smarter than all the vampires, gets out. It's a fun episode. Okay. It, but it was a good intro episode. So then we get to two, the cloak of duplication. Who does the Nandor impersonation? That's me. Okay. The cloak of duplication. <laughs> it's so good. Guillermo. So good. Nadja. <laughs> Why are we doing that? Close the coffin. Keep going. 
I feel like maybe the rest of this conversation you should just talk. Oh my god, just be Nandor. Um, which is super sexy because we all I mean, he's fucking hot. Um he was in Cruella, the new Disney movie, and like halfway through like, yeah, he played Roger. He plays Roger Darling. Like does he have like more than five minutes in the movie? It's about five minutes. Yeah. Okay, because I haven't watched it yet. I'm kind of always like, eh, Disney, I'll wait on you. But now I have a reason no. to watch it. Yeah. I do love Emma Stone, though. Yes. Emma Stone in it is amazing. She's worth it. But okay. yeah, it was like, oh my God, that is him. And it's weird to see him not with the long hair. Yes. And like, Wait, he didn't have long hair? No. He has like a feathered like 70s moment. Yeah. Oh, that could explain some things about, what was it? The Wellness Center, episode eight, which was really yeah. weird. Yeah, yeah. But oddly arousing because those shorts that he had on, like <laughs> the shorts. just saying, like there's times where I'm like, just let it just go for it. <laughs> um, the cloak of duplication, which I dubbed uh the cloak, what was Harry Potter's cloaks called? What was it called? Invisibility. Invisibility cloak. So yeah. I, I start to feel something in this episode. First of all, what are your thoughts on Christian Shaw? I'm a fan. She's one of those like comedians. She's she's you know funny for being Kristen Shaw. So I hear Louise Belcher. I hear Mabel Pines. Yeah. Um. So it it was kind of like I enjoyed like seeing her once I realized that she was going to be around more than just the first episode. I was like, oh, okay, like she's going to be kind of like a new recurring, um, you know, figure this season. I, which I was like, okay, I think I think the first thing I ever saw her in was, um, or actually I didn't see, I heard she did a voiceover for the uh, Shrek Halloween episode. Um, yeah. The Shrek Halloween, she's the gingerbread chick that totally harasses <laughs> the gingerbread man. And so I'm <laughs> like, oh, her voice reminds me so much of Jennifer Tilly. Okay, and then I watched her in um, The Last Man on Earth. Probably not her finest. Um, she was fucking annoying. Um, yeah. but also I mean, we never got into that one. Yeah, you don't need to. Um, it's <laughs> I don't know why the fuck we watched that show, but it had what's his name, who's also obnoxious in a way. Um, so I don't know. I just didn't find her. I mean, I don't have a problem with her. I just found her an odd person. Kind of like an odd tack on for the yeah. season. It was, it was yeah. weird to choose her to be like like the, the secretary for the vampire. Okay, film. so it's not just me. Again, nothing against her. It was just a weird... It, wasn't it was kind like, of a strange add-on. Yeah. yeah. Not, you, not a jump the shark, but you know. Right. It, after having like Mark Hamill and um, yeah. uh, Haley Joel Osment, you know, and all these oh other cameos, I'm like... <laughs> yeah. uh, so we have Christian Shaw here, and then I found out she was going to stick around because I actually watched uh, Harvey does a little show after every episode, which I didn't want. I got to go back and see if I could watch it. So I'm starting to notice here that there's something off with Nandor and there's something off with Laszlo. And Laszlo's super quiet for the first few episodes. Like he's got a chip on his shoulder. He doesn't give a fuck about, you know, seeking power or the throne. That's all nausea and Nandor, right? But yeah. Nandor's, I'm starting to notice, he's kind of spiraling into this darkness. And if you have depression, you can kind of feel it. You can kind of tell. Um, and same thing with Lazo. Something was off. He was just real standoffish. And then we have the, we have Harvey, I'm doing it again, Guillermo, <laughs> and Colin Guillermo. Robinson. 
both of them are just, they are up front and center. Like they're on this pedestal. Right. And I'm like, yeah. okay, let's do it. Cause Colin didn't shut the fuck up at all. And he was kind of mean. Yeah. <laughs> In a <laughs> yeah. funny way. Um, so I thought honestly, and, and I'll get to this, but don't let me forget. Cause I have short term memory. I thought Colin was going to become something um, we were going to get more as to like why he got that big head. Remember that episode in season two, when he like started, like, you know, taking advantage of his power and his head got all big and his face was yeah. gray. He, when he looked yeah, at he like, yeah. At the office. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, okay. I was expecting like a rogue Colin Robinson. This season. Oh, that's, that's what I think. That's what I was expecting. So they, they totally did all that wrong, but I did notice the spiral with Lazlo and, Nandor. So then we get episode three, Gail, which was, I I don't know. I didn't love that episode. Um, okay. I, did we know Gail? Like, was she no. introduced before? Okay. I didn't think so. And I'm, I always get nervous about like looking stuff up. Cause I'm like, we're working our way through lock and key season two right now. Oh, which so good. So oh. good. We don't remember a damn thing from the first season. And so Absolutely like, not. and you can't look it up because then you're going to find spoilers. So we're like, oh, that's right. This happened. Oh, that's right. This is a major plot yes. point. So we, I was like, do we, do we supposed to know who Gail is? I know. <laughs> no, I no, She was. And I, I did look that up. I was like, no, she wasn't in any, she had, they didn't mention her because Nandor's always just been a solo, you know, badass. Right. So that was awkward. And I'm like, Okay, so Nandor kind of reminds me of my friend Linda, Fava and Chianti, because super fucking smoking hot babes, both of them, right? Yeah. They could have men, women, uh, centaurs, all kinds of things eating out of their hands if they wanted to, okay? Loving them. <laughs> fucking fucking <guy. laughs> You know, they could have people eating out of their hands. They can pick and choose who they want to date and love, but neither one of them want it. They're like, no, you don't get it. Okay. So I kind of associate Fava and Nandor in the same category. Nandor keeps going back into this toxic relationship and it's getting all fucking psychological. And I'm like, I guess vampires have issues, you know, while yeah. Naja is on her throne. Lazo seems like he's going through some kind of mid, uh, midlife mid century or whatever. And they dive into that later on that vampires do go through these crises, yeah. these identity crises. Right. This is excellent writing. Like, well, they, it was like definitely like a kind of a slow burn, but it was worth it. Like, once you look back at like all the plot threads and how yeah. they, you know, laid it all out in those first couple episodes. I mean, even you know everything with Gale, the cloak, fight all the you know the library and the yeah. vampiric council. Oh, the library it kills me. I know. Um, Gil isn't the same episode where he no Nander goes to the gym after Gil because Gil finally is like I can't marry you, and that's where I think Nandor snapped for this season. I just remember that subplot though with Naja where everyone was like, "Oh, Naja hates Gail. and she's like, "I don't hate it's fucking Gail." <laughs> she was fun. There was like that whole that joke about like, oh, two strong women, they can't get along. And Nadja's like, why can't we get along? But then she was like inadvertently like hitting her with stuff. She then what did she do? She threw something at the ball game and like hit her in the head. Yeah. So she killed She's her. Like, <laughs> you know, and I feel for Nadja because you know, first of all, Nadja is like brilliant but also stupid. You know what I mean? Like right. I hate. I do hate the way she treats Guillermo, but yeah. you know, uh, she it, when she the way she treats Guillermo reminds me of how my mom treated me as a kid, so I get a little triggered. 
So uh, not that there's any, there's no flaws with nausea, none. So I just see her gaining this power and gaining this sense of confidence and like, oh, I'm a badass. Mm -hmm. But it's funny that you mentioned that because she's like, I fucking hate you. Um, I give my husband shit all the time because he has like one, like he jokes and he lectures at the same tone. So we can't tell if he's joking or fucking lecturing us. So when I'm like, if you're in a mood, I don't want to talk to you. And he's like, I'm not in a fucking mood. You're going to put me in a mood. I was just trying to have a car. So that's what it reminded me of was my, was my husband. Like, because he doesn't know how to joke. Yeah. <laughs> so that was pretty interesting. But again, it was just one of those episodes. I was like, man, I don't even remember the casino. What was the plot of that one? Vampires embark on a road trip from which they never returned. Did I miss that episode? Which one? The was it the one where they go to the casino? Oh, that's what's Atlantic City. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Here's my question about that episode, though. Love I, that episode. I thought, okay, number one, shout out to Marissa Jarrett Winoker, winner of Celebrity Big Brother season one. Her strategy was just be cute, chubby Marissa. And now she's the neighbor on what we do in the shadows. Right. Uh, <laughs> she's so cute. <laughs> oh, she's amazing. But I thought the husband, when we last saw him, wasn't he, didn't he have brain scramblies? Yeah, I thought his yeah. he was mush brain. So it was interesting. Yeah. I was like, okay, is that a, a plot thing? Is that a plot? Is that a fuck up? We'll have to go I back and revisit that one. Yeah, he, he was just, he wasn't the same. He, I thought he was just going to be, you know, drooling from the mouth at that point. But to have him in that episode is interesting. So I want to see... I do want to revisit that because I wonder if they're going to bring him back because yeah. I mean, fucking anything goes at this point, like literally right. as the pillow salesman that killed me when he started doing the whole like pyramid scheme, <laughs> like I got all these pillows in Long Island. I was dying. Like, but then did Laszlo went off and helped him right with the pillows, like in Laszlo's, you know, not yeah, in his way. way. <laughs> and I'm like, so there, right there. We were talking earlier about, um, Laszlo and Colin's relationship. Um, And we all know why. Well, hopefully those of us watching know why their relationship, you know, blossomed the way that it did. Um, But at that point, why did Laszlo feel the need to help that neighbor? So I feel like Laszlo is going through some kind of crisis like Nandor. I could see it because he's 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 definitely he's still, you know, team Laszlo. He's you know, he's his own number one, but he was definitely more attentive to other people this season and not just running around trying to get late. Because right. if you remember in that episode, when they were super drained, he didn't have the manipulation powers, so he lost all the guy's money. So that That's was right. And he felt really bad about it. See, so Lazo certainly grew feelings. Maybe he ran out of jizz inside of him. I right. don't know. My Something worst happened. nightmare. The witches took it. <laughs> we just watched that one. My God, what if they, what if they have something to do with Lazlo's, um, you know, compassion pill, you know oh my yeah. god he's gotta get his back. They took all of his <laughs> jokes <Mojo. laughs> Maybe he probably just needs a couple days as jackie daytona and then he'll be back every time somebody wears a toothpick don't tell me tell me actually that you go oh hey can i ask your name is it jackie daytona when <laughs> <laughs> he dropped it and he was like <gasps> i can see it <laughs> Again, superb acting. Um, right. Again, they can be serious and they can be funny. And we found out there's a lot of there's seriousness a in the series, which again yeah. isn't a bad thing. Um, again, no. I need a good emotional shakeup. Um, 
Taika Waititi. Okay, so now we have episode five, The Chamber of Judgment. Justice is served, both vampirically and also in small claims court. I think that's <laughs> the episode where the pillows happen. The pillow spills. Was that it? Was I just remember when Laszlo went to court in the like the barrister's wig <laughs> and the, the, the gown. <laughs> Yeah. Thank you for reminding me because these episodes were kind of like foggy for me. The first um, half of the season was very, you didn't realize necessarily that there was a big over, because, you know, <laughs> going into what we do in the shadows, what do you expect? High, vampiric hijinks, you know, one-liners, jokes. And as the season progressed, it became more and more apparent, probably about, gosh, two-thirds of the way through, like, oh, okay, there are running storylines this season. They're building something. Yeah, uh, and know, I and didn't realize that until the the big episode. So I am going to have to go back and watch this damn season again, which yeah. I don't want to. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I have but, you to. Know, I, I got to hand it to them, though, because I feel like some shows would just be like, oh, Nandor's dealing with depression for being an immortal vampire. And then on next week's episode, like, it He's was back it to very real. Yeah, you know, but and it's, it's not just a, a one and done thing. Yeah, and I appreciate that. Again, as a person who does suffer from um, depression, I get to be smiling. You'll never know um, publicly when I'm going through it. Usually, I'm usually I'm, I'm I'm like Robin Williams in that sense, or Anthony Bourdain. Wow. You won't know until it's too late. And you know, I I'm not at that level. Hopefully, not anytime soon. Uh, August was questionable, but. It's interesting, though, because uh, people don't highlight that in the stories they write for mm -hmm. film, these fictional things. So to be able to put all that in, um, that these vampires aren't just here for your comic relief, they're actually, <laughs> they make you want it to feel real. And I believe, um, didn't Harvey say that at some point during the interview? Like, Harvey broke it down, the whole point of what we do in the shadows. And I watched the Comic-Con with all of the characters last year. It was virtual Comic-Con. Which is the only way I'll ever go to Comic Con, by the way. Because right. um, I, as the older I get, the more, um, I guess, the older I get is all that is. The more I don't want to be around people. Like I don't want to be around. Not into it. Even pre-COVID. Yeah. Not into it. <laughs> oh, see, I was just. I thought it was something that I had to do, and I realized last year, no, like physically, my body's mm -hmm. like, you cannot do this anymore. So. I, I get it. So I let that's the only way I'll attend Comic-Con. So I get in and they were, they, they were foreshadowing season, th uh, season three. Like they were giving off hints and Matt Berry who plays Laszlo was very quiet. Even then I was like, there's something up with him. Like, yeah. I feel like they were in character because again, we were, as we were discussing, uh, Natasha Dim Dimitrio, I hope I didn't butcher her name. Um, she's the same in almost everything that I've seen her in. She has that same, like, I wouldn't fuck with her because she no, ripped oh me God, apart. No. She ripped me her apart. Her on that flower show? Mm -mm. <laughs> <laughs> the accent's a little different. That's about it. <laughs> See, and yeah, this, and it's like slightly different where K-Van, uh, K-Van, he has just an Englishman accent, but then he like makes up this whole other accent as Nandor, excuse me, microphone. Um, the, an accent we've never heard of before. And then he makes it into a whole language, like his horse and his yeah. country. What is the country oh God, name? Horse. Uh, Aspen John. Yeah. <laughs> I can't roll my tongues. Can you do it, babe? Uh, Andrew, you do it. You're the Nandor. Wait, so wait, how does he say it? Al Kaladar and Al Kaladar, but he rolls the R's. Al Kaladar. Yes. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's a good one. Hey, horse. <laughs> Fucking Nandor, dude. So I don't know. So I feel like the Chamber of Judgment, here we see Laszlo actually putting himself out there for someone else. And mm-hmm. looking back on that now, I'm like, so why Colin? Uh, you know what yeah. I mean? Oh, he's Was the that roommate. the one where they went to collect the dues from the the younger vampires? Oh yes, and that they were gonna like episode. let it slide, and then yes. like, no. uh, we're not gonna let this slide. And <laughs> she just, yeah. <laughs> and then she killed the other the energy vampire, like the hipster. Yeah. Like no, yeah. did she kill him? And Colin was sitting there talking to him, trying to figure out like, hey, have you ever thought about? Where we you know come where we from, come from, or... and he's like, "No, I haven't really thought about that." Yeah, um, Naj just such a badass. I honestly, I, I I don't know how old you guys are, but being forty one, and I'm a cool mom, and I have adult children, young adult children. I mean, I wouldn't mind. At the same time, I'm like, "Yay, they're the future. They're gonna do things for us," you yeah. know. Sometimes I'm like, they're not going to do shit for us. <laughs> they are for the record, we're, we're early mid thirties. So we're not too far behind you. Mm-hmm. Oh, I am 41. So 34. 34, I was still lively. I still thought everything was <laughs> cancer. You know, I got a hang now. I thought it was cancer. <laughs> um, but I, not that I'm old or anything. Honestly, I'm having a blast in my forties. I feel like like life is just beginning so that's what i said when i turned 30 i've had more fun in my 30s than and like Mm -hmm. my 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 20s were fun we had a good time but turning 30 was like oh my god we made it Uh, it's like being a real adult but you could still be cool and fun (laughs) right like and people take you seriously like you can you know it's it's a lot of our friends are like oh my god we're turning 30 and for us it was like oh i'm already here we go I've, I've partied. Yeah, 30s yeah. were awesome. 40s so far, even though like my 40th is when my 40th birthday is when California got locked down. Um, so, I mean, I couldn't take that personally. It was a whole world issue. Right. <laughs> but I was like, <laughs> fuck, is this how it's going to go? But it was ended up being actually a really cool year for me. So yeah. uh, 41 is even better um, in its own awkward ass way, kind of like this season. Okay, so <laughs> yeah. moving on to the escape. Okay, this episode leads to the next one, which was absolutely hilarious. Um, I think it was the next episode or maybe the same one. The ancient beast escapes and threatens the existence of all vampires everywhere. That's his favorite. That's my favorite episode. I Because to me in this episode, it was one of those episodes where it gave you that like emotional break. Where yes. it was going about the characters and it really brought it back to like their vampires and they have this duty now with the vampire council and everything like that. But I loved, I loved first of all seeing Doug Jones come back as yes, a character. That made my whole existence because yeah. I'm obsessed with Doug Jones on a level that I can't Same. even <laughs> So it's like seeing him come back and then seeing this new character introduced. I was like, first of all, if I can't be that for Halloween, I want to own it as a pet. I need it as a plushie. I need it as a doll, something I can own tangible. I need to touch it. And it's just like, like the whole, like that whole episode was just such a fun thing. And I just, I loved kind of seeing it all work together. And it was just a, uh, just a very, what we do in the shadows twist. Like it was speaking this language. Why don't you understand that? Like, 
and the argument oh, okay. and, and the humor between Doug Jones and uh, I'm sorry, the Baron and the creature, the, the ancient one. Yeah. Uh, first of all, I am a fucking whore for practical effects. So give yes. me puppets. Yeah. Give me puppets all the way. Give me yeah. non-CGI things. And then Nandor's outfit to go into battle with, like, I never thought to use a floaty. <laughs> as right. <a> floaty <laughs> <laughs> push a distance away right <laughs> like that is something to that would be a halloween costume yeah oh for sure <laughs> um but i was dead because i don't know i laugh at the the funny things i find fucking hilarious that put me on the floor laughing are the stupidest things so we have half the baron whom they if you didn't know they dug him up yep um because he was the only one that would be able to stop the 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 ancient one, the creature. Um, and wasn't it? Didn't the Baron sire one of them? And so if he was dead, that one would yes, have died. Yes. And, and so, so they were like, "Oh well, we're going to disprove this." And then he was like, "Hi, been just kind of hanging out in the garden. <laughs> been here the whole time, you know, just right. sucking on the blood of your corpses." <laughs> yeah. I am deceased over the fact that the way they were carrying him around half the yes. Yeah, <laughs> in the little car in the toy and then store. The, yeah, by the end of the episode, they pop it in the Barbie car. <laughs> that's a that's a Halloween costume. That yeah. is a Barbie car. Barbie car. Just cruise around on my own. Somebody's toddler needs to be half the Baron for Halloween yes. next year, or just for cosplay. You know right. what we need is what we do in the shadows fucking convention. That's what we need. We got to get oh Midsummer Scream yeah. to get the cast out. We need somebody. To get the cast out, but I don't think that any of them do appearances except for <laughs> they're like, yeah, we don't have time for that. Like, shit. Okay, um, you know, it's like you said about the practical effects, though, even having the Baron like on the couch or in a wagon, <laughs> or you know, I, I that was just funny to see on the find, coat rack, on right? The coat rack <laughs> where, where they find him, like <laughs> to, oh. to hide that he doesn't have a lower torso. <laughs> and there's no point because, like, it was the stoop. Anybody, of course, there's a stupid DoorDash person, or no, it was the Airbnb people. They, yeah, they yeah, yeah, yeah. For an Airbnb. And I'm right. like, this is so fucking ridiculous. But me, I'm fucking dying laughing. He's laughing at me for laughing at the silliness of that whole episode. Uh, but well done, because then even the language of the sire was fucking hilarious. It was like listening to something right. Star Wars. So <laughs> you're right, that episode brought it back. And it was also where Naja was um, emotionally abusing her own self in the doll form. Oh, God. I love Those that doll. I want. I hate that I want doll. It. Oh, you're for, do, like, is she annoying or is she, so, is she creepy? I don't like the doll. I don't like the way she moves. <laughs> Creepy. He doesn't like how the face moves. Anytime the doll's on camera, it's like, oh god, oh, oh, oh. So, how do you feel about the new Chucky show? Then, have you watched that yet? Not yet. I've always loved Chucky. I do. What's weird is because I, I know Chucky's meant to be scary. Well, I think what I don't like is when I'm told that this is supposed to be acceptable, and I'm like, that's not right. Yeah. <laughs> That's something's not right with that doll yeah and <laughs> it's like i love the doll i think it was a fun twist um i thought it was fun. i love like the doll too form of nadja you know on oh. the show her human form yeah her yeah. human form and her you know soul. what it's funny too i i notice a lot and i i love watching them speak i love watching each character vampire speak because you can tell they're struggling with their fucking teeth the whole time. <laughs> yeah. But they pull it off so well, especially, especially Natasha. 
Um, the way she's just, her facial expressions work with the fact that she's just yes. uncomfortable with these damn teeth. Right. Or like, <laughs> she has the best like cut to cameras. Like we said, we just watched the witches one when she's like, when they're trying to go in the, the shop and she's like, oh no, we need some kind of person Average to go human. in. Someone that, so mundane, so normal. I don't know. And Guillermo's like, like, all right, fine, I'll go. And she's like, oh no, Guillermo, I would never. Like she nods to Karen. It was so good. Perfect. She is in uh, just perfection. Perfection. Yeah. Um, everything about her is lovable. So that was, we can agree. Um, the escape was a break before Doom Doom Doom. Yes. Yeah. Um, the siren. Okay, so this is where I did actually, this is where I did actually go, what the fuck is Laszlo the deal with Laszlo and Colin? Um, and what is this chicken thing? And when they said it was a siren, I was like, I don't like it. I didn't either. Like, it didn't work. (laughs) One little fact about me, like when I was a kid, I was obsessed with mermaids. I still have, I'm not like a mermaid person. Like I don't have a tail or anything, but I have a few little mermaid collectibles. We've done a mermaid inspired project or two over on the blog. Um, so I was like, oh, there's sirens. Like I would love to see this show's take on a mermaid because there's right? so many different ways they can do it. And then it was this like obnoxious half chicken pigeon lady. Like, oh, I was, I was like, oh. I was bothered <laughs> by it. And then yeah. I, I but then I did try to pay attention to why is Laszlo so obsessed with Colin this season? I I, yeah. I didn't get it, but I knew something. I was like, where are they going with this at this point? I'm like, what what's going on here? This is definitely not like season one and two. Where are they going? That was where it kind of clicked for me. Where did it like something was hell bent to go get him and save him? No. And like, why? Again, I just thought it was Laszlo because I'm like, Laszlo's the kind of like, I know that he's he's super queer and he's super, um, I mean, I guess you say pan like in the pansexual way, he's attracted to what he's attracted to. And that's what I've loved about Laszlo. He doesn't give a fuck. If he wants it, he's going to try to screw it, right? He's going to try right, to fuck yeah. it. So that's what I, and t- in my fantasy head, if I wasn't, you know, um, in a monogamous relationship, yeah, I'd be a total hoe. According to my friend Fava, <laughs> she says, it's not like that. You think that, but it's not, I, I don't get it. Um, so that's where I was like, Laszlo was something that I, someone that I could go, oh, I could live through him. But then <laughs> he just started getting this thing with Colin and I'm like, it's kind of, again, I take every show that I watch, I always bring it back to something that I'm dealing with. So I'm like, oh yeah, I feel like I'm starting to need to settle down again, where I need to just rest and write and relax and enjoy my new environment, which I totally am because I don't want to do stuff that I used to want to do. So I think Laszlo was just going through a phase, you know, maybe the moon hit him, right? And he was just like, he felt, he saw Naja doing her thing with the vampiric council. She's fine on her own. Like he was like, I don't, my wife is good. I, they always had that relationship. But they were, I felt, like this, the they, were. they could not be separated. But now I thought, oh, well maybe he's just attaching himself to Colin. Yeah. So we go past this weird chicken siren thing that, you know, we don't need to revisit that. Like no. we, we, that didn't work. Um, <laughs> yeah that was the one fail in what we do in the shadows just you know you can't have it all it's like yeah you know tim burton made a lot of good movies up until he until he stopped making good movies Um, (laughs) same thing but the shadows i don't see that happening it was just a flop it just didn't work it was a Um, 
Maybe like, that'd be funny. Oh yeah. No. They're like, no, oh, no. we're being creative. Maybe they brought in some hipster like kid my kid's age or something and thought <laughs> I'm gonna blame that one on a kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was that was somebody won a contest. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. There was, there was <laughs> they some... owed that actress a favor. Right. <laughs> right. Okay, so then we have here we start getting into the into the hard stuff. Here's where Nandor this is where I started getting nervous. Nandor is pursued, persuaded to reject vampirism and pursue a healthier lifestyle. This is when we knew Nandor was taking front and center. Uh, yeah. We're not even paying that much attention to Harvey. Actually, this episode is where we all were like with our tissues. Like, Nandor, you have That's someone that fucking happen. loves you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we With this episode, Nandor, I forgot who persuaded him, but he ended up joining some weird cult. <laughs> yeah, well, it was, I forget her name on the show, but she voiced Susie Carmichael on Rugrats. Uh, she's played by Cree Summer. Immediately, I recognized the voice. Yeah. And she was, you know, oh, look, I can drink water. And she, like, has a drink of water, and she's like, I'll be right back. And you and see her, like, violently throwing up in the corner. So, because basically it was, <laughs> It was it was Nadia sending Nandor to collect a debt from her, and he oh, sees it. Right. And, yeah, yeah, and he sees okay. this whole space, and he's like, "Well, this is something different. Maybe if they could teach me to be human again, I could have a new phase." So it's it is one of those things where it's like he was truly having an identity crisis, and like I related to this because I was a person that grew up never knowing because being gay and in the closet. I never knew who I truly was. So when I could be myself, I was like, do I want to be gay? And there was a little internalized homophobia from growing up. And it was just like, he was almost like, I don't want to be a vampire anymore because I'm sick of being a vampire because vampires are bad. So I don't yes. want to be that anymore. And so it was, it was it was almost very much like, I didn't choose to be this. Somebody chose this for me. And I want to be what I want to be. And I got to say, he clocked it immediately. He was like, none of them have their fangs. Their fangs are all gone. And I was like, what? Are you sure? I'm, like within like seconds, seconds. Of the I was like, are, like how did they remove their fangs? But then when they revealed that they kept ripping them out every day, I said, "That's that is that is true denial of oneself." Yeah. To deal with the pain to get what you want. Yep. Like literally, like if you've ever tried to be somebody else for a day, or if you've ever tried to tell yourself, "I'm going to do this," and the whole day you're just like, "I'm unhappy." Yeah. That was I them tried, every day. <laughs> I tried to be Christian for a couple of years. Yeah. That was the stupidest thing I could have. Uh, biggest disturbance. <laughs> oh my! I gosh. fucked my kids up. I fucked myself up, and it was I was miserable. Um, yeah. You know. <laughs> but I'm sure the entire time you were telling yourself you were happy. Yeah, I totally was. I totally Very much like was. was doing. Yeah. yeah, I and and I think we could all relate to that. And this is where the show starts getting deep, is because of things like it resonated with even something that you have you have dealt with. Um, and that's where it, it starts bothering because I'm like, all right, we have this relationship with these characters. And if he Nandor is how old is Nandor? Like 1200 years old or something. Yeah. Um, if he's going through this, why can't it's the same thing that some of ignorant, you know, ignorant people ask of people today. It's 2021. How come you're just now coming out? Or why haven't you come out yet? It's 2021. Right. You don't know what somebody's internal struggle is and what they're dealing with. And it fucking right. sucks. But it will take the right person or inspiration to pull them out of it. That's our job to me as influencers is, you know, we may not ever know who we reach, but as long as we are ourselves and we model that for somebody else and tell them it's okay to be yourself, um, even if it's 41-year-old stay-at-home moms that 
you know, are, you know, black and want to be, you know, witches who show their boobs on, you know, yeah. certain <laughs> platforms. Go the fuck for it. Whatever makes you happy. Um, but it was a really intense episode because I'm like, fuck, Nandor is going through this Jack Skellington thing. I always go back to Jack Skellington, um, especially Jack's Lament. Uh, uh, Tim Burton has never confirmed the deep roots of why Jack Skellington was going through what he was going through, but I take that shit seriously. Um, he was tired. He didn't want to be this role that he was, you know, deathed into, did it? Right. You know, um, but at the same time, why is Nandor so upset? Again, it's the same thing I asked my friend Fava. You could have whatever you want as far as a partner or whatever. You have the pick of the litter. What's the problem? Obviously, Nandor's lonely. Um, and yeah. he has this beautiful familiar right there in front of him that he doesn't see or doesn't oh, want. I'm Heartbreaking. waiting for it. Waiting for it. I thought oh they were going to kiss at some point. Like that the sexual tension that they built between these two characters. Right? Every time they fight, me and him just sit there like, Make oh, he was like yelling at the screen, like, "Do it!" Yeah, I don't want to <laughs> skip too far ahead, but that that fight they had in the finale, we I was waiting for. It. I was like, Same. "This is the moment. This is it. This They're is gonna it. like because even when he even when Nandor was going to the gym and yeah. then the whole thing with Gail, I was you know I went to video school. Rule of threes. I was like, "All right, his third person's gonna be Guillermo." Guillermo like, finally, <laughs> finally. You know, even it, even if he didn't change. Guillermo into a vampire. I think if if Nandor had just accepted Harvey's love and just was like, "Oh, I see you for the first time," yeah. Um, and just, damn, the, I know that fight scene too. I was like, "It's happening." This I know. Make, I know. It was gonna make that horrible thing that happened the week before worth it if they fought. Yeah. Um, but also, yeah, <laughs> we'll get to that. But I, now, I was like, I, was like, like, I don't want to jump to too there. far ahead. Yeah. We're about to get into we'll the get real meat and potatoes. Here it is. Okay, so we know that Naja is ignoring everything else because she is on her high horse with the Vampiric Council. Yeah, yeah. I'm not even concerned about Christian Shaw in the show. I felt right. like Harvey was on his way to become Guillermo was on his yeah. way to becoming, you know, crossing that threshold. Like this is yeah. going to happen. He's he's going to keep the house together. He's the glue. Uh, kind of like the mature, like the mom of the group. Yeah. Um, something's up with Laszlo and Colin. And I figured it was because uh, Laszlo doesn't like to be alone in all of his shit talk. He doesn't want to be alone. So he's just going to, him and Colin have had a good time. I did he's not, yeah. did because not like, think. I, I didn't know what it was, but I like, I picked up on it. Like I said, it was when in that one episode with the car, it was just like, it, I was like, Laszlo is not the kind of one, not the character that they built him up. They built two seasons of him like he has Nadia, but then Nadia understands that he goes and does what he wants yeah. sexually, freely. And it's like this thing that they've done. And Laszlo's always been there and present, but they even gave him like two, like a whole episode where he just went off and existed a whole completely different mm-hmm. life. And like was like, fuck that shit. I'm going over here. Right. Like, and like <laughs> did that. For a whole episode. So it's like, my brain is like, they're not going to just team him and Colin up for no reason. And I go, he's doing a lot of research in this library and Colin's talking about his lifespan. I go, something is up with these two. I had talked, I, I just didn't tell him. I was just like, well, and then even at the end of that episode, when, you know, <laughs> Guillermo, when Guillermo goes and, and breaks Nandor out, like that fight they had in the car. Yeah. 
when he, you know, that was like intense. I was like, am I getting emotional? Yeah. Like, you know? If it's like, we were kind of in denial. Um, yeah. The yeah. whole time, like, this is supposed to be funny. Are we supposed to be getting this yep. wrapped up over? Like, I was trying to put, check my emotions. Like, this isn't what the show's about. Right. It's stupid us for putting ourselves well, okay, into that box. Like, like, <laughs> I don't, you, you don't like this show. I actually didn't even finish it. But did you ever watch BoJack Horseman? No, I don't even think I've heard of that. What is that? So it's it's a car, it's a cartoon about anthropomorphic animals on Netflix. It's pretty well like critically pretty well critically reviewed. I didn't finish the show, um, but it it got very serious, like very very serious. Kristen Shaw was in it because I'm um, but it was just kind of like you have those few episodes where you're like, am I getting emotional? Like, is this emotional? And then you realize like, oh shit, like. They pulled a switcheroo on us. Like, this is now a very emotional story. I appreciate it, but and I don't appreciate it right away. But at the same time, it's like, at least it's not the same old shit. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, people get really upset when, um, like, they were, oh, there's only four seasons of Stranger Things. What do you want? What, what, what more can you do? Um, right. You know, what, what, that's what makes it a piece of cinematic treasure, in my opinion um stories have a beginning a middle and an end yeah like uh watching 13 reasons why there were parts where i was laughing uh because there was comedic shit in there no there's comedic shit um not the first season but the last few because i i was committed i you know i had teenagers in high school when that shit came out so i had to watch um yeah. you know you were yeah you're yeah, well, a braver human than I. Yeah, yeah. I think it's that. well, and you know, someone suffering from you know the same kind of shit as an adult, though, and I'm like, fuck. But it, it was, it's kind of like a necessary uh, type of therapy. You know, it's like exposure yeah, therapy to me. But there are parts of it where I was they they had some comedic shit, which to me is like a perfect formula for yeah. TV, um, because you're not going to get that in real life. And this is why we watch right. TV is to escape our reality, right? Exactly. So I appreciate the roller coaster of uh, emotions. I just didn't expect it with this, you know. Um, yeah. it, it kind of made sense in Suicide Squad. Taika Waititi, who never plays, you know, not rare. He rarely plays like a serious role, but in Suicide Squad, he was um, he was uh, the rat chick's dad in that film. I don't know if you've seen Suicide Squad. I just totally spoiled a part the new, of it the new you. one. The Is new one. The newest one. Yeah, the new no. one. Yeah, I want to see the new one because it's I good. Oh, it's we're, so we're much that. better. Yeah, watch it. It's actually really, really. I didn't want to go see. It's one of those things. Like, if my kids drag me to another fucking Marvel movie, I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm done with Marvel. I've had enough. Like the comic, there's comics for a reason. They don't need to make every fucking comics into a fucking film. Agreed. <laughs> Fully agreed. Like I can't I agree do up to the point of the X Men. <laughs> well where's that at give me and i want more dr strange and i definitely want more black panther um yeah. but i don't need the eternals i don't need all the fucking spinoff shows i'm that no. bitch we don't need to and i and i will say this and i'll agree with you more black panther more x-men because they represent truly the people that need more representation in this thank you world. Yeah. Thank agree you. fully yeah, yeah. because you. it's like if i see one more captain america being made another fucking thor i'm like wow white Great. straight men being powerful woo Pre, pre and this is the thing where i fight with my son with all the time i have four children um uh, and my oldest is i don't know he's he's very interesting love the kid to death but like i was like hey what's everyone gonna be for halloween this year oh i'm gonna be rick flag i'm like well you should have just been captain america then 
Like, <laughs> well, what's and then I get what's wrong with Captain America? I'm all fucking everything. Everything. <laughs> I am done with cis white male fucking heroes. I'm over it. We do, and you're right. Disney has this thing. I okay. I love Disneyland. Okay, I love Disneyland. All right. Yeah. I Party. love the park, but fuck the company itself and their hypocritical bullshit. Um, oh, we're inclusive. We're this, we're that up until this point. We're just going to keep putting out cis white people right. hero shit. I don't need any more of that. So I am had, an, I don't know where we got off on this tangent, but I'm sick of Marvel movies. Um, I'm sick of Marvel um, spinoff shows. I don't know where we where were we? Before we went off, uh, we, we were we were on. Um, we're going into episode nine. I think that's why we spun off. Okay. Yeah, we didn't want to talk about just it. Like we, <laughs> yeah, we need. Um, okay, so we. Damn, this is rough. Okay, all of a sudden. Okay, my husband reminded me in the comments behind the scenes in the private chat that you were foggy a lot of this. Um, this season because you were stoned a lot. Well, yeah, I mean, fuck, I'm I was in a lot of pain this month, physical pain. Um, not that I had a great October, but I did have a lot of physical stuff. So what do I do? I, I do more weed. I mean, fuck, I'm, I hate taking meds. So yeah, it may have been that I was in a fog. It may have been because I was excited about Halloween. Um, honestly, I thought I was happy that what we do in the shadows season three premiered during our season, like right at the beginning of fall, well, September, I thought I was okay with it, but honestly I was distracted. <laughs> so that's that. why a lot of the episodes are a little fuzzy until episode nine grabbed me by the tits and was like pay the right. fuck attention okay right. um colin has a birthday one of the vampires <laughs> i've read the <laughs> caption before. i have goosebumps one oh of the vampires God. decides to say goodbye to the group under some strange circumstances okay here's how yeah we're gonna have to rewatch it not tonight, because honestly, and I'll get to I'll get to how like to cure some of this post Halloween and what we do in the shadows depression. Right. Um, some tips that I have that I'm actually going to practice. I read that description before we pushed play, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" Um, and I saw the trailer, yeah. and it said um, Nandor was. Oh, I know what happened. Okay, so what happened? We have Hulu, so we are actually able to watch it. Um, uh that's like it's six... we have it too okay but i think no we have cable too so we can actually watch mm. it as it as it airs uh in new york so on the east coast so we can watch it as early as 6 p.m on thursday night oh, wow so Thanks, what we what we kept doing is we'd prepare to watch it live but we'd catch like a minute of the end and the credits and they give that little snippet for the next week oh no oh, no no no, no. No, 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 but we muted it because we, you know, as long as okay. we don't hear, I could read a book or be on my phone or something, but I did catch the description and I did catch Nandor um, saying that he's going to go travel the world. And I'm like, what? And then I'm yeah. thinking, well, him and Guillermo or, you know, I'm thinking positively. Um, right. this, this episode was not positive by any means. There was some excitement mm -hmm. with, uh, I don't even know who those people were that came in other than the dude from Blade. No, uh, they were the, okay. they were the were top they? tier vampiric council people. These so are the ones I that invited say, Naja, right? To come work yes. with them? Okay. Yes. okay. So and can I just say, like, I think it is brilliant how this show brings in 
other people from vampire cultural movies. references and sometimes they're the vampires they played and sometimes they're the <laughs> actors that played the vampires which, in the movie <laughs> which they did with what's this with donald Logue, who yeah. was like the oh my god the, my family so was a big we were big fans of grounded for life so the grounded for life joke <laughs> i was screaming i was Cackling. like oh my god Cackling. you don't understand that was the cast like i need yeah. you guys to give me a list of all the shows that you watch because i have no idea what you're talking about but i love <laughs> but that's the stuff that i love those because these these kind of um shows put you into this mood like well i want to know what that reference is what's because that it's so niche, you know <laughs> But I loved him in Blade, so I thought, oh, this is fucking hilarious. Thank you. As much as I like Wesley Snipes, um, you know, being a black, badass, superhero, vampire superhero. Um, uh, what's his name again? Who I'm getting a little tipsy. Um, he was funny oh, as uh, hell. Yeah, Don Donald Logue is his Thank name. Thank you, yes. Yeah. And the fact that he played himself, essentially. <laughs> Basically, because he was so in love with being the vampire in the movie, he was just like, "Fuck it, why not do it?" I in just real life? became a vampire in real life. <laughs> like, oh. That was it. That's all we got. Yeah, amazing. And then uh, you said poor Guillermo. <laughs> you know. no. Always Guillermo. Everything goes back to Guillermo. So he, Guillermo was like that boomer employee. Like, oh, I yeah. have to work my ass off and suffer for the rest of my life until I get the reward, but then gets laid off forty years in and right. doesn't get a pension. <laughs> Yeah. you know 40 years of work that's that's how i see if i were guillermo i mean it, guillermo did take control you know uh became yeah. their bodyguard he he was introduced to a snippet of power kind of like how i felt before my instagram got disabled <laughs> like, oh, yeah. honestly it, it was actually something i think i manifested on my own um i need to write i need to stop fucking yeah. around and i need to write so this is the perfect opportunity the, to yeah, do just that um and thank you guys for coming back all my all of the people that have supported me um for the last two years are back and that's all i care about and it's kind of like having a vip party so it's it's nice yeah. um yeah. and I'm, I'm not i'm not you know distracted by a ton of bullshit so anywho so i'm looking at guillermo and i'm like what does this mean okay they're gonna go on some adventure together uh, and then we have the announcement that Nandor is deciding he's going to take the long nap. The eternal sleep. The eternal Ooh. sleep. Um, yeah. we, we know this, um, you know, as vampire lovers. Uh, I thought instantly of Underworld. Uh, how Victor. Yes. Did you think of Underworld? How Victor. Um, yep. Mary. What's it, the other one's name? Marcus. And the chick, I forget their names yeah. in the underworld. I'm tipsy. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How they had their whole system of like, okay, you sleep for what was it, a hundred years, and then blah blah blah. So mm -hmm. I'm thinking, let Nandor rest. You know, as witches, uh, people who are healing, who know they do their shadow work, rest is imperative to growth. So you need to rest. So I'm like, let him rest, but can't he wait? And can he make, can he please <laughs> right. just make Guillermo a fucking vampire really quick, really quick? Like, do it first. Yeah. Yeah. So the fact that the comedic relief before the punch, literally, um, was when they came in and <laughs> Nandor's like, fine, I'll stay asleep. I don't want to participate in this party. Uh, I don't blame him. Well, I, I get that way. And yeah. he's just laying there pretending he's in. he's dead because um, they, they lied. Because Nadia told the, like, high council, like, she I him. fucking can't do it because I wanted all the power. Yeah. Right. And like, and the one vampire lady was like, 
I want to see the body. Yeah. So I just have one bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, I want to see like, why do you want to see the body? Like, you're crazy. And just the, the slapstick of Guillermo constantly oh. like nailing the boards up and then bringing Taking them back. Them down. And, like, the, how much fun would that be? Oh my God. Right? Oh, the fun yeah. part. Watching the yeah. manhandle uh, Nandor's dick. Oh, God. Yeah. Like, I was like, show fully, it. Like, Can we see so, it? I was like, this. <laughs> Um, right. It was just, it was, um, it was a, it's not that big. Right. <laughs> yes, like, I knew. Oh. And then when I it, was like, it wasn't Guillermo, like, I heard he was more of a grower, grower not a shower. shower. <laughs> Dedicate, loyal as fuck. Why would yeah. you not want him, Nandor? Why? Right. And then when Why? everybody leaves and Nandor's like, thank you, Guillermo. This, I don't remember what he said, but he was just like, he's being a dick. Now. Yeah, he's being a dick, literally. Um, yeah. So then, but what we find out then is uh, we're walking, we're like, why does Lazlo have this birthday card for Colin? Colin's not used to people acknowledging his birthday. Oh, it's his 100th birthday party. Uh, everyone signed the card for him. And then we get the big reveal, okay? That still didn't feel real. I'll no. let you guys. And I'm such a sucker for like a flashback, like moment of clarity in a show or a movie when it's like you realize all the little pieces that, again, you know, not at full tangent, but Star Trek Discovery season two was like that. There was all these little things that kind of happened throughout the season that played into this one moment in the finale. I'm almost getting emotional remembering it oh. when they make the big jump. Yeah. And just watching it all like, Oh, like once it that moment when it clicks, and I had that when they flash back to all the moments of Laszlo and Colin, and like why he did all this stuff with him all season while everybody else was being so wrapped up in the you know whatever in they had spells. going on. Yeah, yeah, it was oh. it was it was intense. Because his deep was, dive in that library, that damn fucking library, uh, knowledge <laughs> is the information. Knowledge and truth, you know, truth hurts. And knowledge, you, you only learn the truth by reading, by, you know, mm -hmm. educating yourself. Why do you think Republicans are so stubborn? <laughs> like, they are so afraid of yeah. the truth that they cannot, you know, they can't deal. Um, I'm with you. It, it, it crushed me. And I'm like, there's no way. I'm still in full fucking denial at this yeah. point. We were texting about it. There was just like, I was like, no, something, there's no way. Because yeah. the second, like, the motion happened, you see it. First of all, it was <gasps> like a gasp of disgust. Yeah, we both. And then the realization, like, what? Yeah. Because they gave you a mo, like, the. What I and this was, I think, really good, you know, visual storytelling and just television in general, where like they didn't, they didn't, they didn't cut. drop it and cut away, like they did it, and, it was and there. then they let you read, like they let it sink in of like, yeah. no, that just happened, You're right. and now we're going to credits. You're right, and it that was that was terrible. <laughs> yeah, but then, at the same time, down. like the longest oh. fucking week ever. So we know that now. We know. um Wait, should we say since I don't think we said what happened? Yeah, I'll I'll do it because it's hard to happen. say because it's like yeah. Ugh. So we find out the reason why Laszlo has been so interested in you know doing having fun with Colin is because Laszlo in season or in episode two, uh, Laszlo in reading in the library in the Vampire Council that um, energy van he found all the secrets 
about energy vampires. And the big one was that they only have a life expectancy of a hundred years. Well, Carl Robinson was on his hundred years. Right. It was his hundredth birthday. Um, I have goosebumps and I, you know, it's funny. Carl Robinson to me, I, we, it, why do we fucking like this energy vampire? I don't know. We, I hate energy I vampires know. in real life. <laughs> because the way they built his characters, he's an energy <laughs> vampire, but they gave him this like, desire and want to fit into this little like group of vampires to fit in but he doesn't conform to them he still is him so you respect him for being him and finding his little like and he has the patience like every time they would like say his name wrong every time they would insult him every time they would say something they shit on Guillermo a lot but they shit on Colin Robinson as much in the first two seasons and he has the patience so it's like oh my god this patient sweet little boy and then, of course, this whole season, they had the moments where he was, like, um, naked at the party, wanting to celebrate with Nandor for his, <laughs> yeah. like, birthday. And the so orgy. Like Remember so the in... vampire orgy? Yes. Yes. <laughs> so it's like you're so endeared to this character. So it's like this whole season, you're like, oh, my God, we're going to find out more about Colin. Well, Yay. and who hasn't been that person oh. in a group of, you know, friends, family, whatever? And you don't physically fit in, but you're there because... You're part of hey, the hey guys, yeah. I'm here too. Hey guys, I'm yeah. you know, but and you're not trying to usurp anything, you're just trying to be a part of it. And that was Colin. And I think you know, I, I, we've used the phrase slow burn a few times. I think they did a really good job with the slow burn on him of yeah. like, oh my god, we're all Colin Robinson. We all have you know? our moments, honestly. With me, with Colin, a lot of it was first of all, the character is divine, um, yes. he is superb. Mark Porsche, um was saying during Comic-Con um, that he actually was sick as fuck during the filming of season one. And we never knew. Like, it was, of course, before COVID. You would and he never. Had told, and we never knew. So, again, talented as shit. Underrated. But my therapist, <laughs> my actual real-life therapist, <laughs> just not just like, but a lot of fucking like Holler Robinson. And I remember watching the the first few episodes and going on to my virtual therapy appointment with my therapist. Yeah. And I'm like, do you watch the show? And he's like, no, I don't. you look just like Colin Robinson. Oh my God. And then I remember a few, a few weeks later, my therapist comes back and he goes, do you find me an energy vampire? And I'm like, oh, you watch the show? <laughs> No, you help me not be one. Like, no, but isn't it funny though? Too, <laughs> even the concept of an energy vampire. Like, is so when I remember right. when the first season came out, we were watching it. It was in the springtime, and you know, as as spooky Halloween people, we were like, "Ooh, what is this?" And then just the, um, you know, the concept. We both immediately were like, "This person, this person, this person." Like, because we you all know. <laughs> we had so yeah. many friends that were like, "You're." Vampire. You're a like, fucking energy vampire. There, there, were, there was an experience that we had where we were, um, we were at, at a at a place, and somebody we know that is an energy vampire was doing what they do best, and I just kind of subtly looked at him, and I was like, energy vampire, and he fucking lost it. He was like, oh, can I reveal what it was? No. Okay. <laughs> we'll talk about that afterwards. Yeah. I feel like but I wanted just, to know that they're out there. No, they're and they're everywhere. And it's funny because uh, it seemed like you. I'm like, so am I an energy vampire? Right. And I know I definitely am. Like my I know I zap my husband's energy when I get into my depressive states. Um, but I, I'm like, here's me being defensive. I don't ask for shit. I don't even want to talk. So 
I don't know what you're talking about, but honestly, right. energy vampires, um, Matt Oren, um, I read Matt Oren's book before, uh, the psychic witch, before I even watched what we do in the shadows, um, the show. And there's a whole fucking chapter on energy vampires and really? yeah, like psychic vampires. Um, same thing. So yeah. it's, and it's interesting because thanks to Colin Robinson and the fact that we are acknowledging, cause you know, everyone Googled what an energy vampire was oh, yeah. season one. Hopefully what that does is like helps people put up boundaries because honestly, as you get older, the drainage that they inflict upon you. Mm -hmm. um, I can tell you there's people where it has taken me uh, days to recover from like um, my parent, my mom, it, it was an anger type of thing. You know, what comes after anger, you're exhausted. So sometimes right. it took weeks for me to recover from a visit with my family. Um, then there's the people that were friends of mine. Um, one of them, I still don't think I've recovered from the last time I saw this particular energy vampire was what March of 2020. And it's wow. funny. Energy vampires aren't there for you though. When you have your no. moments, they are not there for you. So that's we another thing. Like that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's important. Happens. Yeah. To acknowledge like, okay, this person I'm exhausted. If you're exhausted after leaving a certain person and it's not from a hangover, it's because you just <laughs> dealt with an energy vampire. Right. Um, and it's very important, especially these days, to protect your own energy from them because they're feeding on you. <laughs> yeah. We just figured out a new energy vampire as we were talking. <laughs> He's like, oh, that reminds me of so-and-so. See? It better not be me on that list. No. no. Not at all. <laughs> Never. Not at all. So Colin Robinson, we're and Colin has no idea that he is about to die because he doesn't know anything about himself. Laszlo found this book about energy vampires, ripped the that page out because he did not want Colin. Here's a moment of maybe humanness, uh, but humans to me are are aren't emotional. They're pieces of shit. Like we don't yeah. deserve the planet, so let the vampires have it. Um, so what Laszlo did was Laszlo. <sighs> It didn't he did a human thing in the sense that he wanted to give Colin not peace of mind because he didn't know what was going to happen. He gave him blissful ignorance. Yes, so he yes. was like, "I'm gifting you blissful ignorance, so that way, whatever we're doing, when the time comes, it'll just happen. You won't know what's going to happen. It'll just happen." So I think in that moment he was trying to be kind, and I think it actually will reveal why worked yeah. out good. It yeah. did. No, I, I totally get why Lazlo did what he did. It's just, no. I didn't know Lazlo was capable of that. Oh, wow. um, That's what was so shocking. I think that was also another emotional punch was to see somebody like Lazlo, who's very just have that moment. Yeah. And, just and, real, and, and you realize it wasn't just that one moment, but like the whole season, he was really, he was devoted to making yeah. sure that Colin had, Oh my God, the shot of him with the little hat in the car. <laughs> oh, right damn it the two of them in that car to me was adorable like the oh i'm gonna need a hallmark keepsake <laughs> ornament of the two of them in that car got you that make it we can make it a craft uh for the holidays you know what i mean yeah, um yeah. so then we have this moment where you were saying that they just let the audience have it and but it also it let the other vampires and guillermo have that moment um, and it came to the point where even Guillermo went to Nandor, who was still getting pissed off that everybody was disturbing his uh, eternal yeah. sleep. Well, they um, kept doing fart jokes. Like, he kept, because as he was dying, he was like, farting a lot. Well, Nan, and it's funny. And I'm like, worst way to die. If I get a stomach bug, 
I legit think I have stomach cancer. Like I do not yeah. do digestive illness as well. So right. for that to be like the begin, the start point of Colin's, you know, end, that was yeah. terrible because I'm still in denial. I think that he just has really bad Something's gas. Something's going to happen. He's like, going to shit. I, I was like, they're going to turn him into a, a, a standard vampire. I thought, I thought that too. I thought that too. Yeah. Because then like they're all saying their goodbyes and Colin's like, gosh, my tummy's just a rumbling. Someone go get me. Guillermo, go get me a ginger ale. And, yeah. You know, Colin still has no idea that he's dying. He just thinks that he has an upset stomach. So by the time Nandor gets out, Guillermo gets Nandor after pulling the boards off again. Yeah. Um, Nandor comes in, and then there's just this corpse of Colin, is what I called it. And yeah. I'm like, well, obviously that's fucking fake. I still was in so much denial. I thought it was a joke that the other vampires yeah. were playing on Nandor to get Nan to snap Nandor out of his funk. Yeah. yeah. I, that's where I was in my head. Okay. Same. I thought it was a joke that Guillermo obviously wasn't on. I thought it was uh, Nausea and. Lazlo playing this prank. Okay. So then uh, Nandor comes in and Colin's already gone. Right. I still do that because I'm still in denial. Yeah. And Nandor says his goodbye. And you could tell it's like, it, and it, to me, the morbid part is I, I hate funerals and I hate right. when they're open caskets because that person is gone. You're forcing me to look at a corpse. I'm all about That's Halloween hell. and horror. I don't want to see yeah. that shit in real life. I think funerals no. are the most morbid <laughs> shit in the world. Like right, open casket dark. funerals are fucked. Okay. Yeah. And there's people and it's kissing like, that shit. Like, and it's when people like say their last goodbye and they hold a hand. I'm like, is that hand cold and fucking clammy? How awkward and weird for you. Oh, Ew. Yeah. Ew. I'm, I'm going to share a little story. Um, and again, mm. no disrespect to my grandmother because uh, she wasn't there. <laughs> um, but like, I was trying to like impress my, not impress, but just make things easier yeah. for my dad. Right. Yeah. Um, but again, all wrong things to do. So when my grandma passed away, that was like the last of our black family. My dad, you know, that was real close with his mom. I was just trying to do what I could as a daughter. So what's the expectation? And I, I talked about this in a funeral blog. I didn't want to go see her like that because it's not her, but I did it from him. So I go up and I saw him kiss her and I'm like, so <laughs> I fucking kissed her worst thing i could ever I did, i'm pissed that yeah. i had to remember that because for the rest of the day no shit when i licked my lips it was it was Ugh. it was just pure chemical that wasn't was my there. grandma yeah and yeah. i'm like so and i'm mad at myself for doing that it was horrible <laughs> right and she's probably like, that's what you get, horror movie bitch. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. She's probably laughing her ass off if there's an afterlife where ghosts can actually laugh at me, it would be my grandma laughing like, you're yeah. stupid ass. Right. Like, like, it was, so I don't get it. I've never got, like, but that's what Colin looked like. You could tell it was just this dummy. It, and yeah. felt, it felt fake. Yeah. It felt like a pop. Yeah, and I thought it was a joke. And then we get, then we get the moment that had everyone fucking losing their shit. I didn't even look at social media until the next day. Yeah. Um, Nandor goes to put his hand, or was he, he saying it's a joke? He thought it was a joke too. So I thought, oh well, I'm on Nandor's level. No one wants right. to be on Nandor's level at this point. And Nandor goes and punches, or just is like he's fine, and and That's... and then Colin's head caves in, and then there's just this mush. Again, this is days before, a week before Halloween. Okay, yeah, 
Any horror movie person would be like, whoa, but when you're invested in characters like this, it, it was very traumatic. We both um, were like, we're, we were, that was like the last thing we were expecting. Like we both went, okay. oh! <laughs> yeah. And it, apparently according to all the comments and social media, I still got to watch Harvey's um, end of episode thing. If he even had one after that one yeah. uh, was about the same reaction. Everyone was losing their shit. And what do we get? Insensitive vampires. Nandor's now, you know, like, Oh, uh, you know what? Fuck it. I'm not going to get my sleep. I'm going to go take off. Um, I'm going to go travel the world. Nausea. We're waiting for the next um, episode. Seven days later, I distracted myself with doing episodes like this. I was talking to you about it. Like, we're going to have to do a show because I thought it was going to turn around and it was going to be Colin's fine. Okay. It was it was still a joke, you know? <laughs> yeah. So season or episode, the the final season finale comes up, the portrait. And what did we get right away? We get the intro and all the pick portraits of Colin uh-huh. are gone. Empty. But see, that's when I knew I was like, okay, so they didn't <laughs> just strike him from the the credits. They like made a point to like to show the negative space. Yeah. Like where he once was. It wasn't like a recut sequence. It was like a modified. And I know that's, you know, probably doesn't, it sounds like it could be the same thing, but like, you know, Mark was still credited in it. Yeah, credited I noticed that it. too. And I, and I didn't realize how many pictures Colin was in once he shows up in the credits. Yeah. Because really? it was like, oh, it's like all of them. Because but if I, you watch the opening scene, the first half of the intro is just pictures of the main three vampires with like some Guillermo Spanish. But then once they show those two portraits of Colin, then he's in every picture, like Candid's. Yeah. So it's like when you're. I wonder if it's a message like, don't always discount the energy. No, we have to discount the energy vampire. I'm sorry. Just not Colin. (laughs) I think it it was just a subtle nod of like, okay. Look, you guys, he's fucking dead. Yeah. It's legit, but stick with us, people. Like, watch the show. And and keep going. And so throughout episode uh, 10, the portrait, um, the housemates grieve the loss of one of their own. Again, the caption I read it. I'm like, no. I know. No, uh, I'm not. No. no. Each one of them reaching in their own, reacting in their own significant way. So in this episode, they're doing a portrait of the housemates. Which is, they added the fucking If they Baron sell a print of that, we're buying it. I want to buy that portrait. The frame of my home. Because they even included Guillermo in it, so I thought that was nice. But there was still, it was in honor of, um, it was in honor of Colin. Um, I guess every time the uh, grieving process, they get yeah, a new portrait painted. They make a new portrait and blah blah blah. So I, I'm curious to see all the rest of the portraits of the house as well. Again, this would be great at a fucking convention. Yeah. Um, so they're doing the portrait being painted by Doug. What's his name? I always forget his name. Yeah, Donald Lowe. He's like, oh, I'm yeah. a painter too. And I'm like, we're gonna get some, <laughs> we're gonna get some comedic relief because we have the Baron and we have uh, the Hellhound um, and the, the Hellhound. Oh, the Hellhound too it was so funny. Yeah. It was just a cute dog. Could Colin's reincarnation be a stab at the church? I mean, I feel like this whole this whole series is a stab at. Yeah. I mean, anytime you do something like that, <laughs> a stab at, you know. Anytime you put queer into anything, it's a stab at the fucking church, to be right, quite honest yeah. with you. Right. Um, and I and I appreciate that, which is probably why I watch these shows. So at this point, um, again, what we do in the shadows does not 
give you anything lightly. Um, mm -hmm. Laszlo's in pain. Nandor's ready to go. Najee gets this offer to uh, take this high level position in Europe, in London. Laszlo's Which, like, oh, I'm not going mm -hmm. to fucking London. Can we talk about how the like high Supreme Vampire Council communicates via VHS tape? Yes. Oh, they, and they take over like, RuPaul's Drag Race. I, the cutscene <laughs> of RuPaul's Drag Race. He's like, yes. that's just that's just my tape of things on this show. I, I and I love that because again, it's yeah. like, well, obviously, and they're 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 technology illiterate. They're technical illiterate. All of them. Right. So of course, they're using VHS still, which is probably right. to them the the highest tech thing. And you have Taika with he, like, put it in an envelope, take it to the post office, <laughs> mail it across the world, <laughs> and we'll get it eventually. Right. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, we should go back to that. No, I can't go back to that. Um, yeah. I'm all about sending cards and shit, but I don't want to go back to that. So <laughs> Naja wants to accept this, but she's worried about Laszlo. And I'm like, oh, I know how that is. You know, being a married person, you know, you, um, luckily my husband and I are on the same page most of the time. We both have really big aspirations, goals that most people wouldn't fuck with. And we do. So I think we're good. I have a ride or die. And he's my ride or die. So we could be Laszlo and Naja in a sense, because if I was like, hey, Chuck, I just got a fucking book deal, but I got to, we got to live in Europe for three years. He'd be like, let's go. Right. Yep. You know? <laughs> Game. Um, <laughs> Pack it up. But Laszlo clearly is, has this beef with uh, London, which he gives all these excuses. And then here comes the fucking tissue moment where he oh. reveals that he doesn't want to go to he he went through uh, being banished in london himself because they were talking shit yeah because they were talking shit about nausea and now all of a sudden you know it, that was this whole thing like they talk shit about my wife i'm not gonna fucking ever go back banish us banish us he didn't yeah. let it click that well she's being in charge she's gonna be in charge of us so fuck that so then he was like, oh, okay, well, let's go. All right. But he's hiding yeah. something. But he's hiding something. And he's stalling. And I noticed I noticed that right away, that he was hiding something. Um, Because they kept bringing up, like, well, Colin's still in the basement. His corpse is still in the basement. And I'm like, what are we going to – because he's not dead. It's, I'm yeah. still like, he's not dead. Um, Then we have Guillermo. Because Laszlo kept saying, I know, shut the fuck up. Like, yeah. he, like, he would just literally deny it. So he wasn't even just telling, he was just like saying, I'm not touching that body. Yeah. I don't, I don't think he knew what had happened. My, my take on it was that he didn't know what had happened yet. I think he didn't want to go down and face the finality of it. But if it there was, was a finality. But Same. it was later in the episode when he came up and was like, nothing happened in the basement. And then yeah, was it was like, weird. Well, fucking weird. Like, <laughs> I figured he was still alive because, again, I was still, like, in denial. In denial. Yeah. Yeah, I was in denial. Um, so then we get, you know, then we get the fight between Nandor and Guillermo in which um, Guillermo is fighting to keep Nandor there. Okay? Like, we need to stake around. We need to stay as a family. We've got to get through this together. And then they fucking box. Like yeah. that was that was sexy. That was like yeah, he tripped him off the coffin. Yeah, threw him off the coffin. We were like, they're gonna kiss. They're gonna kiss. They're gonna kiss. <laughs> oh man, I was like, I was like, fuck. 
have your kiss, but fuck, please, right. fuck, fuck. <laughs> and then, then Laszlo walk in. Like I had the whole episode written out, you know, based off what I was seeing. Yeah. Um, again, just because I mean, I thought at least Nandor could turn him into a vampire. You know, at yeah. least. Yeah. I cannot wait because I feel like they're gonna give it to us eventually. I cannot wait to yeah. see Yermo with his fangs. Um, the fact right. that he has, he and, and same with his identity crisis, he's a, like, born and bred, comes from this long line of Van Helsing's. Like, he's right. a vampire slayer. Make him a vampire. Do you know how badass Guillermo's going to be? Right. And Nandor yeah. has no comprehension of this at all. Um, so then we get through the episode. We find out that finally... Nandor and Guillermo don't kiss, but Nandor's like, okay, you passed the test. You can come with me to travel yeah. the world. And Guillermo's like, I'll take that. Which again, right. I was like, I know. Like, how sweet is that? Um, uh, Laszlo goes, okay, you know what? Uh, it clicked. She's in power. I don't have to be worried about anything to comprehend it. Clearly right, not. No. Not love. That's, <laughs> that's for it. sure. Um, <laughs> not that, not love. That's for sure. And loyalty. So then he goes, um, we all think that everyone's going to go their separate ways, but together in a sense, Nandor or Laszlo and Naja are going to go to London. So, you know, Naja could be on her pedestal and have her position of power. Yeah. Nandor and Guillermo make a plan to meet at the subway after, um, Guillermo finishes Guillermo up helping the ship. Yeah, to Lazo and Naja yeah. because he's fulfilling the rest of his vampire familiar duties, even though he's not their familiar. Right. And I guess Colin's body just stays in the house. So yeah. we, they get to the docks, uh, Lazo, Naja, and Guillermo. And then we're seeing Lazo putting in all these weird bags of shit into the coffin. Um, what was it? Then, it was like Gatorade. It was Gatorade, Slim Jim, yeah. like Pedialyte, shit like that. Stuff like, all, yeah, stuff that we drank uh, up and down the Oregon Trail, you know, right. <laughs> while, we were, while we were moving. Um, just yeah. hydrate. And we find out that Laszlo has no intentions of going to London with nausea. He pushes Guillermo into what was to be his coffin, nails it up, sends them both off, and leaves a note for nausea saying, my love, and it was a beautiful note. Like he wrote it yeah, in some old God. English shit. Like it was a beautiful letter. I'll let you guys explain the letter. It, it, was, was, it was that beautiful. note was like on par with Hopper's note at the end of Stranger Things season three. Yes. Like if you've seen <laughs> that, this was that level. Sorry, I should give you a warning. Like it was that level. But at this point, even I'm still like, no idea what's coming. What's going because, on? Wait, I, I'm like, he's possessed. Maybe Colin's spirit has possessed because him. Because we're also seeing Nandor at this What time. emotionally fucked me up was Nandor with his little Jansport backpack. Oh. Because the Jansport. Because it has him, dirt in it. And so him sitting and realizing <laughs> that Guillermo's not showing up. And not only does he get on the train, he, he leaves, leaves the bag. And I'm just like, oh my god. The the visual of this big burly vampire with a tiny jansport just kind of emotionally broken a little bit. I was like, 
fuck me, man. Right? It, it was <laughs> it was rough. And then it just oh. again, this is like the last five fucking minutes of the show. Okay. I mean, yeah. Like if he, it like, was like the, this all went down in the last the, like two minutes. When I tell right? you, we're just sitting there like, no, 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 they're not doing this. No. Right. Yeah. <laughs> just like the emotional spectrum <laughs> the of no. Same way. And I totally <laughs> lied to you, lied to you, Andrew, because you were like, just so you know, we're not watching it until Friday. And I was like, then I'll wait for you. I didn't wait. And I and I think I told you like I'm just let me know when you watch it. That's all the emotion you're getting. I didn't even want to put periods in my text. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no, I know. And then, I was I, you knew right away because you just got a big like what? what? I was wrecked. Like I and okay, so I already had the emotional week. Okay, so. I'm going to just blame the what we do in the shadows curse. So we got this fucked up episode of Colin Robinson dying and Nander punching him in the head and he's goo. Okay. So I had to go through that weekend and then it's like the week of Halloween. I'm expecting, Oh, it's going to be great. Well, I actually had a procedure that I had to get done a uterine procedure where the, the, the pharmacist told me, I, I think the scariest part was the pharmacist told me, Michelle, you're going to take this pill. It's a narcotic. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> he's like oh don't get too excited because this is like a narcotic that gives you forgetfulness you may have a little amnesia and i'm like first thing oh my, my mind starts my intrusive thoughts you're gonna die of a stroke because of this narcotic um right. you're gonna overdose or they didn't get your weight right or all these things and i'm not worried about the whole point that they gave me this shit because i have anxiety <laughs> right, right. <laughs> they didn't want me anxious while they were up in there doing the work in my uterus so I had this procedure done on Monday of last week. Okay, so I come home and I thought I was going to enjoy like a day of being high. No, it was like the worst. I mean, I was like cramping, but I had like the 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 narcotic they gave me. I was tired, so I kept passing out, but I couldn't stay asleep. Like it was just incremental sleep it was fucked up. But I remembered stuff, and apparently I was hilarious to my family I, I bet you were they said and i think bianca was like i texted her something and i meant to send her someone's profile but i sent it to that person instead <laughs> like, <laughs> um, i've so, done that i've screenshotted before and sent it to the person I'm like oh shit oops my bad i was just telling ass. somebody else what an asshole you were being <laughs> <laughs> husband's laughing his ass off he's like, <laughs> he's like that sounds like michelle so i had that done and i didn't want any sympathy you know i was like i'll be fine the next day and the next day i did the awesome show with bianca yeah and then the next day my instagram was disabled and no shit i was like i don't know if when i get into crisis modes like that i'm usually like well then fuck it um honestly when technology takes a dump on women period or yeah I'm like, it's social media. What am I going to do? You know, and I've always said right. that it doesn't matter how many followers you have. It's the, about the, the, the 45 or hundred people that actually engage with you. That matters. So Absolutely. that's been my process. Cause everyone's like, you're taking this really well. I'm like, what am I going to do? Instagram is ignoring all of my requests. I've heard this happen to people before. So I kind of, you know, well, I told you we had, we didn't, we weren't, you know, our accounts weren't disabled, yeah. but we were barred from sharing links to our site for a while. Um, so and it's, you know, and I looked at it as like, okay, I had a moment of like, okay, what the fuck? But then it was like, all right, well, what are we going to do? Because this that literally happened on the first day of our second year. Yeah. That's so what I you were saying. Together a newsletter. And, you know, now we have 
obviously, you know, we worked around it. We finally got a hold of some people and everything got worked out. Um, but the, the good side of that now is we have a newsletter and we have, you know, if there's a day where, oops, the internet went down or social media went down like it did a couple weeks ago, right. I was like, you know what, if it doesn't come back, we still have a couple hundred folks that are going to have their best Halloween yes. ever. Sorry, exactly. everybody else. Like, and know. that's why I think it's really important that people remember to subscribe to websites that you follow totally. and love instead of just depending on social media. Um, again, that's something that I have said. Yeah, I, I have said that for years. Like, make sure that you have your shit in place so that way people can still find you if they want to. Um, right. I think what happened with me personally is um, there was a lot of activity. First of all, it's fucking Halloween. Of course, there's a lot of activity on my fucking page. My username is Michelle Halloween. Um, so fuck your algorithm. But I started noticing a lot of my really close friends were not showing up on my feed. So I reached out to those friends. I was like, I'm not forgetting you. Something's weird with the algorithm. It's like, I kind of knew something was up. And yeah. then there's times where I'm bored and I'll just clean up and start unfollowing, you know, inactive accounts. Yeah. I think there was just too much activity. And then uh, also my content is not, I always try to push the bar a little bit, but I've always kept with their bullshit community terms. I was simply posting, um, reposting i was using repost to talk about my conversation with uh mystic young with whore and color and that's when it logged me out and just completely shut me out honestly mm -hmm. i need to focus on my writing so this is an opportunity that's how i keep when i get upset about yeah. it and again all the people that i really really truly cared about and that i want to work with all came right back and the rest right. of them who i just was like oh my god they followed me they'll come back too because i have a whole other plan um and I'll share some other insider stuff with you after the show, but, yeah. um, so I'm thinking, okay, so there's that week and I'm like, well, I have what we do with shadows. I'll get some right. closure. <laughs> Damn. Uh, <you're> <laughs> so, so then we get to this episode and again, all the way up until the very fucking end, like even in the credits, this shit was like, see you next, uh, see you in season four because right. There's no way I'm not going to not. I, I, of course, I'm dedicated for life to this show. But it all the way to the bitter end, we find out that Laszlo stays behind because he wants Naja to be happy, but he has something to do. And that something has to do with Colin Robinson. Colin is dead. Colin Robinson, as we know him, is gone. Um but we also were clued into another secret about or some insight into what happens with energy vampires and how they're born. And it makes sense to me, even though it was creepy as all shit. Oh, my God. It was, it so, was so fucking creepy. Like Babies and it, it reminded me of the Dawn of the Dead remake where they're in the mall yeah. and the zombie oh baby. Remember God. that? Yeah. That's what it reminded me of. And that used to disturb me. So we find out that Laszlo has decided that he's going to actually um, involve himself in this new endeavor, in this new journey of Colin's body. Again, this is a, this is a spoiler. Huge, big spoiler. Big spoiler. <laughs> so again, I I've warned people more than once. Right. So hopefully, only the people that have seen it will watch or listen to the show because I'll put it on audio later that Colin's corpse is still there. It's still mushed in. And we had to endure seeing a decomposing Colin corpse. Like, <laughs> right. 
if that wasn't enough, something came out of Colin. Okay, all those stomach troubles that he was having as a mother of four were clearly some kind of labor pains. And there and, was a giant hole where yeah. his stomach once was. Like a chest burster on steroids. It, a xenomorph is what I think I yelled yeah. xenomorph. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and there's this slime trail, this snail trail that had nothing to do with me winding its way to the other part of the house. And Laszlo discovers there's this infantile Colin thing. Yeah. I'm like sorry, a baby not... Groot. But yeah. Colin Robinson. Yeah, it has his face. Um, yeah. Then we then we realize when when Laszlo comes out of the the basement and he has that scene where like, oh I just had to say goodbye to Colin again. Again, yeah. it was like that wraparound that you were talking about. Laszlo's the only one that knows. And he realizes that. And, and the way I put it is Laszlo did this because he wanted to do it on his own. He didn't want to stop anyone from staying in the house and dealing with this situation. He wanted Naja to go be happy and do her thing. I don't think she's going to stay in Europe after she realizes no. Laszlo's gone. Um, she loves him. Like, she had Gregor... Um, Jeff. Jask. 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 Yeah. Um, she had all these, but everything always goes back to her beloved Laszlo. Um, I don't think Nandor is going to be able to do fucking shit without Guillermo. Uh, he's going to no. get out there and he's going to. I, I think this is going to cue him into how much he needs, needs Guillermo. Guillermo. And I just really hope we get some good sex scenes or yeah. make out scenes between the two because well, I need that. In my so life. this is kind of funny too that we we just again we just rewatched the witches episode before tonight. Like mm -hmm. I totally forgot that Nandor and Laszlo hooked up at the end of that. Yeah, one. yeah. Like and it was like super casual. Like oh hey, should we? Uh, well, I'm raging hard on. You want to go take care of it? He's like, well, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I got you. Uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> So, like, I, I don't think it would be this, it would be a bigger deal for him just to realize that it's Guillermo. And not, even though he, you know, was chasing after the girl at the gym and Gail, like, you know, I, I don't think it would be a big deal. Like, oh, I'm in love with a man. It would be like, oh, I'm in love with Guillermo, like, specifically. Yeah, he still kind of sees Guillermo as just like the help and the peasant and yeah. the servant and the familiar. Um, not realizing that he has this treasure, you know, right there yeah, in front yeah. of him. You know, I always tell my friends, um, my single friends who are bitching about, oh, the hot guy doesn't want me. He treats me like shit. Um, and I'm like, well, then why don't you date another type of dude? And they're like, <laughs> we don't want that. We want this. And I'm like, you guys need a fucking chuck, my husband. It's called a cycle. You guys need, <laughs> yeah, you guys need a chuck. You don't need to work. When I met my husband, um, I when I first saw him, I was like, nah. You know, like, that's not going to work. He's a yank. He's a fucking cracker. <laughs> like, he was too proper for me. Um, some people, not even, not now so much anymore, because, you know, it's obvious why we're together now. But there's people like, how the fuck did that happen? You know why? It's because I fell in love with him. Not because right. he was some, you know, my sister thought, oh, well, he's a sugar daddy. Or, oh, well, he's this. Um, no, I actually fell in love with a few things. He had he likes rain. <laughs> he has a wanderlust and he thinks about his future. Like even though it seems a lot of shit's far fetched, 
that's the shit I fell in love with my husband. Right. And he loves to take care of things. As a person who struggled through her 20s, that was a fucking breath of fresh air. So you're telling me, oh, you want to handle this? Okay. And I don't have to. I'm <laughs> I'm all for it. Like, it, it's just weird how you fall in love with somebody who does it. You don't think, you yeah. know. So that's where I see. I, I think you listen to him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, so you need a chuck in your life, you know, if you're single no. and whatnot, you need a chuck in your life. Um, because he, it may not be, cause I was pictured myself with a tar dark and Mexican man, you know, yeah. or woman. And I ended up with a white, you know, dude who used to listen to country, but I've changed him. So good for you. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't change him. I opened his eyes to some shit. Like, uh, we're not going to do this for the rest of our lives. (laughs) (laughs) But I was also in love with the aspects of him that he didn't even, you know, nurture. He was just thinking and talking, but anyways, so I see that with Guillermo and Nandor and Nandor will, I, I have, these hopes, even though the show seems to just shit on. Right. <laughs> I think we could safely say that Colin that we know is gone. Yeah. Yeah. And now we're going to see something <laughs> fucking unique and wild. Uh, come season. Do you four. think that they will keep him infant sized? No. Or do you think they it, will soap opera age him up? I bet you they'll proper age him up because it already in the the end cre- the credits that the few seconds after the credits rolled and then they showed him the baby thing, it pops up and it's like ah, it's already like yeah. toddler form. So well, that's yeah. true. That's true. And from everything that I've seen so far, Mark Porsche is still on the credits. They it doesn't say like oh uh, he's in the show from 2019 to 2021. He's still on the thing. He's still. Not that they're going to, they can change that, you know, any second. Right. Well, that was the big thing for me going into the finale was like, is he going to be listed yeah. in the opening sequence? And when he was, I was like, okay, I don't know what's about to happen, but he's still going to be here in some capacity. Oh, excuse me. And the show is still like, <laughs> the, show, right <laughs> the show, I didn't fart at least. The show is still yeah. like. If you look at their Instagram or any of their social media, they're still rubbing that shit in. They're they're enjoying oh, they harassing us. Yeah. <laughs> like, they, they knew they had something for they sure. They were fucking. And that's Taika Waititi's and Jermaine. I, I don't blame Taika. I blame it on Jermaine Clements because that guy's yeah. fucking morbid. And he's having fun with this. So we'll see. Um <laughs> <laughs> shut up we'll see what happens i don't know i don't know when season four is coming out but do you so do you think they're gonna stick with this news because like it it used to be a spring show like you said and then obviously covid um impacted a lot of filming schedules and that pushed it back to being now a fall show which for me was 50 50 like i liked having it during the season but like you said i mean there is so much happening we literally had to table shows that were not timely or time sensitive just to be like okay we're gonna have to watch this in november like we do yeah and and that's my only thing is i thought it was a good idea up until i realized that okay a lot of this i was in a fog um not that i did a whole bunch you know like outside of my house but i was invested into watching what my friends were doing and that took a lot of time like i don't think we realize how much time we spend on social media marketing ourselves like we spend so much of our day doing that and, well, and this year specifically when a certain app changed how things were shared yeah. to stories 
that added a significant amount of time to that process. And it's like, even just hyping yourself yeah. now twice as long. Yeah. I and mean, if you even just try to hype a handful of, of friends or, you know, other creators, it's and it's like for job. us, yeah, like, you know, and it, it, thankfully it's back to the way it was where you can just, you know, a couple taps and it's, you know, you can share it with your followers. But like, I know for me, it was, it kind of, I don't mean this to sound bad at all, but it was like, we were just super busy. Like I had stories to write. We had stuff we had to do and something had to give. And unfortunately it was sharing a majority of the posts I would see from other people. Now, like that said, like there was some stuff I would see or, you know, things we were involved in or, you know, friends that we really just want to show up for that we tried right. to you know be there for, but it was just like on mass, we couldn't do that well, this year because there's best, only so much time yeah your best friends and your favorite followers know that it's a process and this is the thing that even miranda started talking about like this is our season okay october is for mm -hmm. us we work our asses off all year long to bring halloween to people 365 those of us behind yeah. the scenes need to have our October. So don't feel, you know, like I, I, I feel so bad when people have that regret, like, Oh shit, I forgot to share this or no, 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 no. Listen, it's October. We can right. help that. And to me, it's a month for us to share ourselves. That's why I took a step back. And you know what ended up happening is people started featuring me. So if I, it felt good being on that other table. Yeah. Um, and that's what I'm saying. I'm not that upset having my Instagram taken away because the people who are, who are there and that I want to continue collabing with and whatnot are there. Exactly. They were already there and it didn't take but a moment to get them right back. So it's a matter of doing the best that you can. Miranda talked about that in a blog, in one of her newsletters and in her magazine. Um, and then on top of that, you were just saying like, Oh, we're going to have to table this and watch so-and-so and such in November. Yeah. You know what? I, I was yeah. on, um, I was on, uh, I was on my Apple TV last night and I was looking at, oh, look, this movie Pig is out, the new Nicolas Cage movie. I'm into that. Oh, shit. Yeah. Candyman is already out on on <laughs> iTunes. Right. I, I didn't know, right. you know, um, and I'm I kept looking Nighthouse. Uh, fucking the new Chucky episode aired last night. There's so much that we can do to fill November to cure and just ease ourselves away from the post Halloween depression shows yeah. like this. Um, you know what I mean? I'm doing a hang Halloween hangover episode next week with some of my friends who went hard in October. But my th concern is not what they did. It's how they're feeling afterwards. Because right. as someone who did it all in 20, um, 2019, I mean, we were out from Thursday to Saturday nonstop, sometimes at three events in one of those days. And in 2020, I kept trying to do stuff virtually even and did some, you know, physical stuff. And I ended up having three panic attacks. I don't want anybody to go through that. Like right. it sucks. It's not, so yeah, it's not worth it. And it, and it ends up, it, it just sucks. Cause it's, it's almost like a, I don't, I don't know what you'd call it, but it's like, we put so much into it just to have it backfire. At the yeah. 11th hour. Like for, I know for us, like we had, you know, kind of a little behind the scenes scoop here. It's like, we had a couple things that we had planned and, like there, I was maybe going to do like a live that Friday night to kick off Halloween, read some stories from the book. Um, and then it got to be like a day or two before. And again, I was texting with Miranda. I was like, I think I'm just going to scrap it. Like, yeah. I think, I think I want to take a night and just chill. And so we 
literally went and bought pumpkins and carved pumpkins and made dinner and listened to Halloween music. And it was, it was, it was wonderful. And it was exactly the kickoff we needed to, you know, enjoy our Halloween too. Cause yeah, you know, we're here for everybody else, but if, if we're not here for ourselves, we can't. Then we can't bring that to the audience. And at the same time, the audience yeah. isn't even watching. I've I've kind of learned like this pattern. The audience isn't even watching until the following year anyways. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're <laughs> like, no. oh, it's spooky season in July. What happened with your best Halloween ever last year? You see what I mean? So oh, I've noticed that on Pinterest, actually. So yeah. like, I, I don't really understand Pinterest super well. I use it more just it's like weird. I throw out pins for to kind of just, add, you know, for each post or project. And it's like some of the projects I'm like, yeah, this is going to do so good. And it just like face plants. But then like, you know, there was some stuff from last year that I was like, oh, this is going to do great. And then it got a little bit of traction. That was it this year. It's our like most seen stuff. I mean, we're talking like, you know, hundreds of thousands of views. A woman. Your website, (laughs) everything you've done is incredible, by the way. Like, I'm glad. And that's just it. I feel bad, too, because I'm like. I can't watch everything. I just, I, I have to, I have to put it into like groupage. Cause I cannot, I love, and this is why it's like kind of a blessing in disguise with what happened. I can focus on a few people at a time right. and that's not a bad thing, you know, especially, no, if like, you know all. what I mean? It's not a bad thing because again, we do this shit all year. Mm. Um, I remember last year I had lost like 60, 70 followers the f- week after Halloween. Oh, wow. And it was because people really thought like, oh, I don't want to deal. They don't want to deal with Halloween after Halloween. Yeah. And I'm like, and again, I was just like, well, that's interesting. Those are the things I pay attention to. I'm like, well, if you're not Halloween every day, fuck off my shit. You know? (laughs) (laughs) I've noticed that on our Spotify playlists, uh, the numbers drop. Isn't that weird? I'm still listening to Yeah, we have one in particular that, I I don't know how this happened, but we have a Halloween dance party playlist that, got a significant amount of traction. It got up to almost a thousand um, saves this year during the season. We've already lost a hundred off of it, but you know what? It doesn't hurt my feelings. Cause what I tell people, it's like, you know, like you said, some stuff you can't get to till after it's like, you know what? The blog's there. We're, we're active yeah. in the fall, but this, the stories are there. The posts are there. The recipes are there, you know, whenever and the, the Halloween in general is, is yeah, there when we need it. You know. And that's the thing. And so it, it it's only fair that you get to enjoy October yourself. You know, um, yes. I learned that this year moving to the Pacific Northwest. Like I just did a huge monumental move that, you know, out of nowhere. I mean, you know, we decided one day, oh, we're going to move to the Pacific Northwest. And that was it. Yeah. Um, six months later, we're here. And honestly, financially, emotionally, I had to adjust and have kids that I had to bring with me. So they became my big focus because as a mom, even though they're teenagers, they still need that safe spot. They need their parent. They don't need that influencer. You know what I mean? So I did take a step back. So um, it's just making sure that you're doing you. People will be there. And the way life is going, these everything's just like, it'll be in the next oh season Great like this. Messages. Yeah. So it is important that you are taking care of you. And if that means, all right, I'm going to take the diet off and watch this show that usually gave me comic relief and gives me all kinds of AIDS. Now I'm crying at the end of it and going, what the hell was that? The way I look at it is when it shows up again, 
kind of like they're they're influencers themselves. We're I'm I'm there because I actually speak to Harvey once in a while. Yeah. And I am there because this person, Har uh, Harvey Gein, who plays Guillermo, this person came from nothing and is now this tremendous superstar. And yeah. is be I'm loving watching Harvey's journey into you know Hollywood, and he's not changing who he is for any of it. So I'm watching this and I'm like, I cannot wait until season four because the story continues. It's kind of like, uh, like binge watching something on Netflix. I started watching you again. Um, it's like locking key. I forgot everything that happened. Yeah. And then I'm like, Oh, thank the goddess for a recap. And then I'm watching yeah. you and I'm like, I'm really like, I will lose all sense of time binge watching something. We're, we're not in lockdown anymore. Unfortunately. <laughs> Right. It's I know. Fun. I know. I cannot waste hours, but I will definitely lose sleep trying. We had to, uh, it's funny about, so lock and key. We just started that the second season the other night and somehow the Netflix got set to a different language. Um, it was in Russian. It was in Russian. Um, <laughs> so the recap, we're like, shit, shit, shit. We got to change it back to English. We don't know what they're saying. And then it, the recap only plays once. So we started the episode. We got what? 30 seconds in and I was like no we need the recap yeah. so we threw YouTube to the TV we had to find it because I was like I don't and remember. I'm here to tell you the recap didn't do shit to jog our they never do yeah. they never do Ever. you're yeah. like oh this is gonna be helpful and then like the first episode happens and then like the first two characters are like who the fuck are you right what <laughs> yeah. fucking Netflix right <laughs> I'm in this the same process with you it. I'm just like I forgot the show existed until it reappeared on my, my Netflix. Oh, uh, that's like Big Mouth. And then you do that thing, you're like, Big Mouth do I still like this show? Is this the show that I watched? Why am I watching this? Well, show? I feel really? like, I like, and this is not a conversation that we could have, but I'm like, watching you, it's the same thing as Dexter. So what am I doing? Like, right. And there's a new Dexter about to happen in a couple of days. Chuck, Dexter in a couple of days. <laughs> so like a oh, big mouth i don't watch big mouth that's all for my kids like they they try making me watch this i'm like it's i don't miss puberty <laughs> uh, i am the same way i don't watch it for that at all like actually that's the part that i'm like sitting there like can this fucking oh it's up? Cr it is cringe where i where is. i live right here is i laugh at like the things that are causing their puberty the hormone monsters yeah that the causers of the distress like those are the ones that I love. Oh, Maya Rudolph as the hormone monstrous just. I, I do appreciate the female aspect of that because growing up in the '90s, females were not allowed to masturbate or have masturbation monsters, or right. uh, so those are the things. I same thing. I appreciate because I had I have three, so I have three boys. Uh, one is bisexual, the other two are are straight cis males. And then my daughter is just identifying as they, them right now. So that's fine. I'm, I'm all for yeah. it. Cause I was like, I better have at least one queer kid. Okay. So I, have right. two. <laughs> so I have two, so I'm really happy about that. But then like, okay. So, but the boys, the, the ones with the extra appendage, I live big mouth every day. Yeah. I don't need <laughs> a show. Cause they, they don't give a fuck. Like when they, when oh they, they don't, one of them, uh, the bisexual, the first one to come out as bi used to have these challenges for himself. And one of the last ones was, um, he, during the summer, he wouldn't wear underwear the whole summer. So he'd go, <laughs> I'd be sitting on this, I'd be sitting on the couch and he'd go, mom, listen. And I'm like, what am I listening to? He'd run up and down the stairs. So I'd have to listen to his dick flapping, you know, oh as he ran up and down the stairs and I'm like, 
Yeah, you've lived big mouth. I you lived big mouth. Yeah. <laughs> you've paid your dues. You've paid your dues. Oh my God. And they're not, there's nothing changing because even as they get older, the worse they get. So it's like, yeah. So I have my, my, my one, you know, female ish daughter, and she's like, this is probably why I'm not into dudes. <laughs> probably. And I'm right. like, I don't blame you. <laughs> so, right. anyways, we, this was an amazing conversation. I feel like we have some work to do. Um, I have already some projects in mind that, you know, we could work on later on that have to do with what we do in the shadows. Yeah. Particularly energy vampires. I just thought of a project. Um, and I would love to do this again, you know, with yeah. anything. I know this is a time where us Halloweeners should be resting and poo-pooing on Christmas, which I don't hate Christmas. I'm also just like, I'm not decorating for that shit right now. It's like, let me rest. Fuck. You know, Krampus. Don't hate, and I don't hate Christmas either. It's it's some of the folks that seem to, and their, their Christmas is by shitting on Halloween. Yeah. Fuck you You can guys. do Christmas without having to tear other people Yeah, down. you don't have to shit It's okay. Like, it, you, you have know. to remember, it is a Christian holiday, so... Um, I'm all about the season. I'm all about Krampus. Um, I don't have yeah. to deal with family anymore, so I'm all about merrymaking in my own way. So <laughs> we will this this witch cottage that we live in will get a total facelift. Uh, we are a four tree household with. <laughs> it will turn into of, Santa's workshop. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to see everything. It's Halloween now. We keep ho we, we, we the, do keep Halloween this, on all this, year. This Same. immediately over my right shoulder stays. It's my witch my witch shelf. Okay. It's got all the little witch trinkets. There's a little bit of um. I don't know if I'm allowed to reveal this, but I have Salem witch dirt, like the dirt from the grounds that they were buried on. I have I'm that. Jealous. A friend got it. I didn't do it, so I'm not the cursed one. Don't that's leave bad her. comments. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> but like, so that's that. And then like the shelves, as you know, like the big shelves over here. The neon yes. shelves. Those will now. Oh, I'm right. So you, away. yeah, they're they're like <laughs> yeah. over there. You can't see them. If I if I let me turn it. These. Guys. There we go. There we go. I know I've seen them yeah. in the blog. Okay. The massive. So that'll change, and then a big tree will go here. So it's like we'll we'll do a we'll, review. We'll put some pictures out. Okay. I can't wait to yeah. see. And I'll share mine with you too, because my basement yeah. is staying Halloween. Uh, that's just what it is. And then I'm doing some like Yule um, stuff upstairs right. because I'm in a fucking writer's dreamland. So yeah, of course I'm going to put some cranberries in. Yeah. But yeah. I'm going to make it Krampus because I also believe, yes. again, Halloween yeah. is every day. So you could fucking nightmare before Christmas this shit. <laughs> you could Krampus your shit up for, uh, right. for the holidays. There's always know. a way to do it. Leave a pumpkin out. If everything else is Christmas, just leave a pumpkin out. Yeah. Right. Sometimes our pumpkins last till Christmas out I would depending love on the weather, you know. See, and I didn't discover that until I moved here that pumpkins actually last longer when you're not in, you know, a 90 degree climate full time in Southern California. Yeah. So, you know, I was like, oh, we could go throw our pumpkins in the forest and let the animals eat them. Um, yeah. But also I could go get a pumpkin tomorrow if I wanted to and just leave it out and put a Christmas hat on it if I wanted to, like a Santa hat. So I, I don't hate on the holidays. I'm a seasonal person, but Halloween is embedded into every part of that. So my depression this year isn't, my post-Halloween depression this year isn't awful. Um, the worst part was this damn season of what we do in the shadow. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not a bad thing because, again, it's excellent writing, and they're keeping the audience yeah. engaged for seasons and seasons to come. Um, people they don't realize a cliffhanger, have they? 
Yeah, they left last one on it. They left the uh, season two was a cliffhanger because that's when Harvey unleashed his badassery. That's right. And killed all the people um, in the theater. Remember all the vampires in the theater? We didn't see resolution for that. But it, but it wasn't intense. Like it wasn't intense like this one. Like it was. It was like it was us going like Guillermo has power now. That's fucking cool. What is he gonna do with it? This one we were just like. First of all, we thought we thought the last episode get this. We thought the last episode because we didn't know how many and we didn't know what the finale was. We thought they'd ended with killing Colin Robinson. When really? could you imagine? We didn't realize that there was one more episode. Didn't. So when Nandor was like, "Oh, well, then this is Damn. sad." Our brain was just like, "That's it." <laughs> I. Fix. <laughs> Honestly, I kind of wish they would have left it at that because then they gave us this this season this uh, this episode ten this portrait, and it just yeah. made everything worse. Like, right. <laughs> but then again, I'm like, well, this is fucking life. At least it's not our own. <laughs> right, exactly. I would say I think the first project we need is we all need to buy Jansport backpacks and wear them everywhere. Yeah. I got at least a couple of them. I'm down. In solidarity. Right? I want a convention, a whole what we do in the shadows pop up. That's what I need. Somebody in LA needs oh to do God. that, and we all need yeah, to do yeah. that. We'll travel. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or make it not in LA. Make it somewhere. Well, it would get more money in LA and attention. That's the problem. Like these vans yeah. that they did. We'll talk about that later. Anyways, yeah. we're at two hours. <laughs> I I don't know how long these commutes are. Sometimes I know my LA friends are like, put your show back into podcast form so I can listen to it to and from work. Um, so that's why I have no problem with time limits. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But I hope everyone did enjoy. Um, as details come out about what we do in the shadows, I know I'm gonna be like, oh my god, I'm making announcements as I find out, as I'm sure you will. Uh, yeah. but in the meantime, go follow your best Halloween ever. Uh, again, one of my most my favorite blogs of 2021. Um, fantastic. I love your lives. You guys are Thank absolutely you. incredible. Keep doing what you're doing, and we will see you next time. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Bye